lovely listeners and welcome to the show. Today I'm talking all about how to overcome resistance and get the good stuff done. You might think of this as procrastination, avoiding something, delaying something, perfectionism. It could show up in all sorts of ways in your life. But I really want to talk about it because it's something I've been experiencing a lot of lately. So I've been doing the deep delve work into where does resistance even come from? What even is it? And how do we overcome it so that we can actually start to put ourselves out there? Whether that's building your business, building your life out, building your dream life, whatever it is, that's what I want to talk about today. So let's delve right in. Tell me honestly, do you ever find yourself avoiding the thing that you should do? I know this was me. I should be doing this. I should be doing this podcast right now. I should be interviewing somebody. I should be sending an email to somebody, doing a reach out. I should be marketing myself on social media more. How many things are you avoiding and you're resisting the change to doing like I was and I do sometimes? I'd still do this with new things that I've not yet figured out. And it's been showing up a lot recently. And I think part of this is because there's been a gap. There's been a break in my podcast recording. We did a load of podcast episodes right before Luca was born. Luca's been born and I've got out of the habit, the rhythm and the confidence of doing it, of showing up. So I keep asking myself, where does this come from? What is it? And how can I overcome it in such a way that means I get my ass in here and we get on with it. We, we get on with building our business and your lives. So first of all, what even is resistance? It's like, apparently it's this psychological reaction to change. And that got me to thinking, am I really resisting change just by not doing this thing, by procrastinating and avoiding, or is it anxiety? So I went off and I did a load of research all about anxiety. So it turns out anxiety is more a feeling of worry. So I got to thinking, this isn't anxiety, it's about resistance to change. There's something going on here. And I I don't know about you, but I have to understand everything about it. I have to figure out what's going on under the surface before I can realistically read any blog or any piece of advice that says this is what you need to do about it. I'm like, why? What's showing up here and what's going on? And it's kind of like my podcast manager was saying, we, we get a plan, but we avoid the execution of the plan. Most podcast hosts will do the last bit of the plan, the launch plan, but they'll do it on the last day, the actual launch day. They will do all the pre-stuff, they'll avoid it. And it's like, why are we we crazy and inconsistent with our approach? What's going on there? We might have the perfect plan, the perfect checklist, but we're still not doing it. So when I was Googling, you know, how do I overcome resistance? How do I get on with it? There were some key things that just kept coming up. And you'll find this if you start Googling it too. It was like, you must have a plan. I have a plan. Trust me, I have the most beautiful planet in the world. If you actually look on my wall, I've now got a checklist with numbers. So I have the plan duplicated both on my laptop, in my planner, and on the wall on a a, a big sheet of paper. I mean, this is crazy. So I've got the plan. I've even got the accountability coach and everyone said, that's what you need, an accountability coach. But you know what? You can tell that coach you're going to do something, but it doesn't mean you're not going to feel the resistance and you're not going to do it in the end. So what's going on here? Well, I like to think this resistance is is having the handbrake on. It's like I'm going or I'm pressing the go pedal, but my handbrake is firmly on. And therefore what you're doing is you're saying, I'll start Monday oh, it's a bit busy on Monday. I'm going to tell you what, I'll leave it till the weekend. I always have more time to podcast at the weekend. Oh, come on, Sue. It's, I'm busy. There's, I'm distracted. Oh, and then you go, well, 
I finally got my laptop open. Let's plan this podcast episode or whatever it is you're doing. Do you do this? And you immediately jump onto your email because for some reason I'm like, I'm like drawn to my email whenever I'm on my laptop. Oh, somebody sent me. Oh, they're doing a new webinar about this. I really need to learn TikTok, don't I? Let's sign up for that webinar. Oh, there's one starting in five minutes and there's a download. Let's have a look at that. Let's print that off. Before you know it, I've gone on a rabbit warren of somebody's sales funnel. I'm now in their webinar. I've downloaded their workbook and I'm spending the next hour of my life being sold to for another course that I don't need because what I need to do is get my ass in the office hit record and get playing. And that you might feel exactly the same. I really want you to reach out if you ever get this with something. So what's going on? That's what we're here to sort out. What is going on? There's some unresolved conflict going on. There's some trauma. And I haven't had a bad life. I'm not going to lie to you. I'm really lucky. I'm very grateful. I don't live in South Africa where I have to walk miles on end to find water. I remember Evie posted something this week on LinkedIn and I was like, no, we're very grateful. You know, to have the opportunity to work, to earn money, to do things, to have the internet, to have an office, to have a laptop. I am incredibly lucky. So, you know, in terms of life opportunity, if you're in the UK, if you're in our economy, the chances are we're lucky. We do have available fresh water. We do have homes, albeit expensive to run now and expensive to heat. We are incredibly lucky and we just don't realize it sometimes. But what's really going on under there? So I was doing some some research and here's the thing. These are some of the things that kept coming up. Unresolved conflict, trauma. Is it a fear of change? Are you worried that the outcome isn't good? Are you fearful that the outcome is going to have sort of a ricochet domino effect on the rest of your life and it's going to be bad? Are you lacking self-confidence? You think you can't show up and do this well? You have a fear that it's the wrong choice. So all this sort of stuff is coming up and I'm thinking we want to defeat this resistance because we want to start to take action. So here's the thing. I'm all about neuroscience. I have to understand everything that's going on. And if you're a geeky like me, I'm going to read you some things out that I did some research on. The first thing is you've got this front part of your brain, this prefrontal cortex. I love these words. And that bit there is kind of like the conscious bit that's got to adopt the change. And that bit's got to do a load of decision making and a load of thinking. And it's got to work incredibly hard and take a lot of energy to learn this new habit. So let's say I'm getting back into the rhythm of podcasting. You might be doing blogging, whatever you're doing. You've got to figure out how you're going to do it before it, become, before it becomes habitual. You know, it's like in the back bit of your brain and it's, it's just on autopilot. And that's where I'm at right now. Some of these things are still not on autopilot. So my prefrontal cortex is going... 10 to the dozen going, oh goodness, this is hard. Remember, forgot that bit, did this bit wrong, this wrong, that wrong. This is taking a lot of energy. It's quite exhausting, Sue. Do you know what? I think we should avoid it. And then the amygdala, which is the bit, the next bit, that's doing the fight or flight or freeze bit. So it's like assessing all this information and going, let's just freeze here, Sue, which is probably why I, you know, I freeze a little bit with the podcast. It's like I'm either all or nothing. Or it's the flight or the fighting bit, that that bit that says, I know what, I'm going to avoid it at all costs. And my daughter did this the other week at French school. French school is really hard when you can't fluently speak French or when you don't know anybody in the class and all of a sudden you're being thrown in by your mum. My daughter went, no, I'm not doing this. I'm not going in and ran out. I was like, oh, goodness, this is her amygdala kicking in and going, OK, your only option here is to get out of this situation fast. So she 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 legged it and we had to get it. 
and somehow get her back in the classroom. So that that became a normal thing. You know, it's this idea of denial, confusion. It gives us stress hormones. Dilla is there to protect us. And then you have this other part of your brain, the basal ganglia. Love these names. Basal ganglia. I mean, who thought of that one? This is where it stores our habits. So that's like the unconscious stuff that we just do on autopilot. And that's the stuff that makes us. That's where we need to get this new thing, this thing we're resisting doing, like, you know, me turning up in front of the podcast today, that resistance that I felt, that needs to just go way back into my basal ganglia as this is just on autopilot. I get up in the morning, I do my planning, I pop into the office, we record a show, we jump on a call, we're on, we're on go, 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 go. So that's the nerdy sciencey bit, which I absolutely love. But how do we know if we're getting the change right or wrong? How do we know what's really going on under the surface so that we can attack those thoughts and then still go ahead with the resistance? Well, there's certain things that can make it worse, apparently. So things like changing too quickly or not being fully committed to the idea of what you're doing. Here's the one that I do a lot, underestimating the size and scale of the change. Oh, I'm all for, right, I decide one day this is going to change and the next day it's going to change. But the reality is your mind, your body is finding this really exhausting because it's having to learn it all over again. Your prefrontal cortex is going too much change in one go. You underestimated this project, Sue. We can only do one thing at a time here. The other thing is domino effects. And I think this is the thing with most of us. We're worried about how succeeding in something or failing in something will have a repercussion on something else in our lives, which means it's too much risk or we don't really know. We can't, we can't imagine how it's going to play out. The domino effect that if I start my business, if I put this product out there, I could get negative feedback. The domino effect that if I put this out into the world, somebody will see it. Somebody will judge me. They will wonder what I'm doing and who am I to do that? Somebody might buy it and then I will have to do this and I'm not ready to do this. So I'm going to hold back. You know, there's all these sorts of things going on, this domino effect that we don't know if we're triggering the right things. But the reality is every decision is a domino, isn't it? Every decision, the decision to overcome this resistance, get in the office and do what it is you've got to do, like me doing this podcast now, that's a domino effect that means I'm more likely to succeed in delivering you good quality content on the podcast. I hope you agree with that. Good quality content on the podcast because I showed up. I played one domino today. Every decision every day to push through that change resistance is going to have an effect. And is it a positive one? Is it a negative one? Is it going to impact on my family life? All of these things are probably cropping up and we just don't realize that they're there. Do you have an emotional connection to your old ways of thinking and doing? Oh, this is a good one. I never even thought about this. Is this something that we've been doing all of the long that's kind of nostalgic or it connects us to somebody else or something else? You know, quite often to stay close to a loved one, we'll do something even though we don't want to keep doing it. So although we want to do the new thing, we know that binging out in front of the TV with a pizza and a film on a Saturday night is really fun with a loved one and drinking too much maybe. But because we're trying to connect to that old way and keep that nostalgia in that time, we're not able to change our approach to our diet and our health and drinking less, maybe our goals for this year. So have a think about that one. And then the other one is the fear of unknown. We all know this, don't we? If, we, if our brains do not have a reference point, so we don't have a memory of doing it before and we know it turned out safe, it's okay, you don't need to fight or flight, it's okay, it's perfectly safe. If we have a fear of that unknown, it's because we've got no reference point. I don't know if it's going to work for me. 
I don't know if any of this is going to work for any of us, but I know that we have to try. We have to try and have a go. And sometimes our brains just don't want us to. It's that resistance. So here's some of the things that I researched when I was thinking, how do we overcome this resistance? And I've got to be honest, I did eye roll a lot of this. Not because they're unhelpful, but just because I needed to understand it so much more than just, hey, Sue, you need more focus. Hey, Sue, you need more clarity. But here's the thing. We know some of the basics, removing distractions. Now, when we get down to it, distractions might be things like the washing. It might be your phone. It might be your email, like I've got on my laptop. And it's a case of removing as many of those as possible so that that procrastination and that resistance cannot be tempted to go and do the washing instead. Now, we've got a house viewing tomorrow. So can you imagine today, literally in the back of my mind, I'm just thinking house tidy, house clean, house viewing, you must get ready for this. So my distraction is doing that. And until the house is clean and ready for this viewing, I don't feel that I can come in the office and do a recording. I am doing and the house is not clean. And do you know what? Everything's going to be okay. It'll be ready by tomorrow. Removing distractions is like the basic level. The other thing that you can do is get focus and clarity. So, But, you know, I talked about this. I've got a planner. I know exactly what I should be doing. I've even prepped an episode ready to record, but I'm still feeling the resistance. So if you've managed to get that focus and clarity, how do you move to the next step? How do you get over that resistance, get in the office and do that thing that needs to be done? And here's the thing. Sometimes we've just got to start. I literally just had to go, well, you're in the wrong room for start off, Sue. You're sat in the living room with a cup of tea and you're thinking of all the other things that you could be doing right now whilst guilting yourself about the thing you haven't even started that you should have done on your to-do list. I drag myself into the right room for start off. I open my laptop. I kicked in garage band. That's how I do my recording. My mic is plugged in. And I just thought, you know what? Let's just record like the intro bit of this podcast. I don't have to submit it. It doesn't have to go out live, but I've started. And you know what? Once I got going, we just carried on. It's like that trickery, that full start that just said, okay, then I might as well as carry on with the rest of the recording. And it's not going to work always, but it was a, a really good way to trick myself into starting, getting in the right room, moving in the space seeing my plan on the wall right ahead of me now that says, do you know what, Sue, you did really well. Last week you recorded three episodes and you've got five interviews booked over the next two weeks. That's, you know, a boost. That's like, hey, you're in the right direction. You're just in the wrong room doing the wrong thing. Get in the right room. And the other thing that I find really, really helpful, and a lot of successful people do this, you'll read about it in all the success books. And that is this idea of necessity. A lot of the podcasts and a lot of the um, blogs that you'll read about this will talk about approaching it like a professional, like it's a job, that you have no choice but to do this. You know, like we do a lot of things for an employer simply because it's part of our contract, it's part of our role. We don't want to do it, but we have to do it, it's the devoir. But when it comes to your own business as an entrepreneur, you've really got to have self-discipline to get your ass in the space and do the work. There's nobody telling you, you're not contractually obliged yet until you get that client that's asking you about your website and their email marketing you don't have to do anything. But if you approach it like I'm a professional, this is a job and I have no choice. I have to show up here and do this every single day as if I'm working for somebody else. It's a necessity. It's not a, I should really be doing this. I would like to do this. It's a, I need to do this. And sometimes that little mindset shift can sort of say, well, there's no choice in this because what you're doing is 
When you're resisting, you're giving yourself a choice. You're procrastinating and giving yourself a choice over whether you're going to show up and do the work. And that's not going to serve you. Like I said, today, I just wasn't in the room to begin with. I was avoiding it with the housework and the thought of the other things going on. But meanwhile, guilting myself and also reassuring myself that I had the most amazing fancy planner to go with it all. To defeat resistance, we've really got to work hard. And I know that you can do it just as I've done it today, so that compounding every little bit of progress in your life to building that dream life, like a domino, every single domino is every single action and decision that you take every day to getting stuff done that really matters in creating your dream life. Hopefully you found this incredibly interesting. I find procrastination a really interesting topic. If you haven't checked it out, Tim Urban does an amazing TED talk. It's like one of the most watched TED talks all about the mind of a procrastinator. It's absolutely hilarious. It's the best 10 minutes you'll spend this week. If you want to check that out, I'll pop it in the show notes. But for now, I can't wait to speak to you again next week. And also, I hope that this has given you a little kick up the bum like me to get yourself into the space that you need to be to do the thing that you need to do. Congratulations for showing up and being one of the 8% that actually turn their dreams into reality. I appreciate you for listening and I am committed to helping you improve the quality of your life. For more resources, make sure you check out the show notes underneath. Don't forget to hit subscribe and leave me a five-star review. And remember, you are incredible. And if you dream it, you can achieve it. Hold up. 